Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Holy Week podcast 2021 on the famous last works of Jesus. My name is James Wymark and today is Good Friday. For our special series of Holy Week podcasts this year, we're focusing in on the actions of Jesus, the often deliberate, sometimes provocative and eternally significant things that he did. We began with Jesus riding a donkey into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday And yesterday, Amanda spoke about the meal that Jesus gave his disciples and us in order that we might remember what he was about to do this day on Good Friday. What is it, though, that is so important, so crucial about Easter? What is so good about Good Friday? Well, one Christian author has put it like this. Easter is a time when God turned the inevitability of death into the invincibility of life. That process begins right here on this day. But before we rush to the end of this gloriously triumphant, desperately painful and yet world-changing series of events, let's walk with Jesus a moment to reflect on his actions, on what we know as Good Friday and why they are so extraordinary for each one of us. Our scripture reading is Matthew 27 verses 45 to 56. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake, And all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus from Galilee to care for his needs. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. I'd like us to walk through these events, particularly thinking about three actions of Jesus. Jesus as a man, both fully human and fully God, and Jesus as part of the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Firstly, he created darkness and died. Secondly, he agonised alone. And thirdly, he tore the temple curtain. Firstly, he created darkness and died. We don't know exactly how this darkness happened, but it's clear that there was a supernatural cause, 
nature itself was testifying to the gravity and significance of Jesus's death, while his friends and enemies alike fell silent under the bleak and gloomy skies. The act of Jesus's willing death and sacrifice was of such magnitude that the created order bore witness to it. If there was any doubt as to Jesus's power and authority, the earth itself was attesting to that power and authority, and it was only going to get louder. Secondly, he agonised alone. The darkness created was both physical and spiritual, as Jesus cries out in deep anguish at the separation from his father. The physical pain was unimaginable, but the spiritual separation from God was much worse. Those standing nearby think he's calling to Elijah who ascended to heaven without dying. They thought he'd come to rescue them and Jesus. They misinterpreted his actions though, as many misinterpret Jesus as simply a good man or an inspiring teacher today. Jesus first cries out, begging the question of his father, why have you forsaken me? Why have you separated yourself from me? Why have you left me here? The cry no father would want to hear from their son. And yet Jesus had willingly given his life, all of himself, for you and for me, so that we might not be separated from God in the way that Jesus was in that moment. They offer Jesus a drink, but after crying out again, Jesus gives up his spirit and breathes his last. Every human breath that Jesus had taken up to now was for this. This sacrifice of love for each one of us, no matter who we are or how much we have rejected him. He did it all for us. Jesus not only took action to take all our sin and shame upon himself, but he made sure it would never prevent us from the closest relationship with God that we could ever imagine. So thirdly and finally, he tore the temple curtain. The temple had three main parts. There were the courts, the holy place where only the priests could enter, and the most holy place where only the high priest could enter once a year to atone for the sins of the nation. The curtain separating the holy place and the most holy place was torn in two at the moment of Christ Jesus's death, inaugurating a new reality. One where the barrier between God and humanity was destroyed once and for all. Because of Jesus's sacrifice, all people from all corners of the world are free for all time to approach God, our Father in heaven. It's often been said that love is an action. And Jesus's love for us is so great that it became that action. He came to earth. He walked among us. He talked with us. He ate with us. He laughed and he cried with us. Jesus loved and cared for us. He held our hand and he washed our feet. He healed and restored us. And he made us right with God by making us blameless, leaving us with his Holy Spirit, so that we might continue to tell the story of God's love to all the earth. The story of love and hope and death turned to life. Let's pray. Holy Jesus, 
Today you died our death. You took our place. You created darkness, but turned it into light. You died, but you had already promised you would rise again. You agonised alone, all for us, but would be reunited with your father. And you tore the temple curtain so that we might have an uninterrupted and intimate relationship with God by your sacrifice, with no barrier or obstruction. We grieve at your suffering, but give thanks for the life you have given us by your total sacrifice and complete victory over sin and death itself. Amen.